This podcast contains explicit language and references to sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Listener discretion is advised. This episode has been re-released without music. If you'd like to listen to this episode with music included, please check us out on Spotify. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lyrical Innuendo, the podcast The X, the ultimate question, is this song about sex, drugs, or is it just good old rock and roll? And today, Rob is uh, absent. I'm not sure where he is this week, but uh, I do have a special guest with us today. Uh, Everybody, welcome Ross from the Infectious Groove podcast. How are you doing today? Not too bad at all. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to talk to you. And, uh, you know, this for this episode, I had you pick out the song that we're going to be discussing and uh, you picked out Young Lust by Pink Floyd. So before we get too far into it, let me just ask you, what, what is it about Pink Floyd's Young Lust that, uh, that stood out to you? Uh, for me, this comes from my favorite record of all time, The Wall. And it's the whole album is such a journey lyrically. And what's interesting about that particular song is not only is it jarring where it happens on the record, like it kicks out of another song directly into it in a completely different vibe than the song before and after it, but it's really the hardest rock song that Pink Floyd had done in seven, eight years up to that point. Like they had some songs that rock like this pre dark side of the moon, but then from dark side of the moon, all the way up until the the song before this on the wall, everything was much, much more laid back. And so it was the first time I heard it, it was crazy because it was like, oh, wow, this they used to do this sound, you know. So it's a cool it's a cool tune. And it fits definitely into uh, the whole premise of the show. That's for sure. Yeah, the, this was a song where I didn't recognize it by the title. But as soon as I listened to it, I was like, oh, yes, I, I definitely have heard mm-hmm. this song before. Yep. And I mean, I've, I, it's been a little while, but I have watched the, you know, the wall movie. Um, so I, I was definitely familiar with it from there. And it, it is, you know, Pink Floyd is pretty common in, in a lot of the um, lately, like the all around rock stations. Yeah, yeah. So I, I hear it on the radio on occasion. And, uh, you know, for anybody else listening, we're going to take just a quick moment and uh, play it for you right now in case you haven't heard it or you don't remember it. So here it is. All right. So like you said, Young Lust, it, it was uh, it's by Pink Floyd. It was released in 1979. It was the ninth track on the band's 11th studio album, The Wall, which was also the de facto soundtrack to their movie, The Wall. Um, so yeah, why, don't, why don't you go ahead and, and take it off, uh, you know, take off with uh, any more thoughts you have about, you know, Young Lust in general. Well, yeah, my thoughts on picking this song specifically for your show is that it's interesting because 
on the surface, it qualifies for one of the things that you guys talk about, you know, like does, is it about sex, uh, drugs or rock and roll? And it's, I mean, it's got lust right there in the title. And if you read through the lyrics, it, you know, it's obviously very much about looking for uh, sex. But the reason why I thought that this one would be interesting for your show is because uh, the character in the, in the album is the world's biggest rock star. So not only is it about sex on the surface, but the the character in the song talking is a rock and roller. Like he's living the the rock lifestyle. And then like you mentioned the movie, uh, it, they don't quite mention it on the album much, but uh, in the movie where this scene happens with this song, it is very much showing that drugs and everything else is going on around the character as well. So that was my thing is it's like, wow, you can knock out all three right here in this one. <laughs> one song. And it's a fairly short cut too. like when mm-hmm. they performed it live on the wall tour, uh, they did it more like it was meant to be on the album. And I don't want to, you know, ramble on about this, but the way that it starts on the album where it kicks right into the first verse from the song before is not the way that it was supposed to be originally. There was supposed to be a second half to the song before it. And then when that song ended, Young Lust was supposed to start with that main riff, the and then it would kick in and the lyrics would go. And because that one song got cut, the band was like, uh, we'll just come out of the song before it right into the verse of this. So that's why it's jarring like that. And uh, so when they do it, or when they did do it rather on the wall tour, they had that extra song there and the song was done the way it was supposed to be done. And, and I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I kind of like hearing the X, like the riff and the way it kicks up. And then sometimes I like listening to the way it is on the record where it comes out of the song before it's so jarring and shifts gears. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I never really listened to Pink Floyd's albums at all. I've, I mostly just uh, heard them on uh, the radio. And I, I mean, I've, I've always liked them as a band, but never enough to really dig into them too much. Uh, one thing that I did think was was interesting is that um, is that this song, whenever you have it, uh, oh, here's Rob. You're late. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. What's more, sex, drugs, and rock and roll than being late, right? Exactly. Got, got Axel Rose over here on the show. Um, yeah. I have neither of those. <laughs> so, um. You know, I'm I'm just gonna roll with it. So, uh, <laughs> so here is my co-host Rob Branch. How are you? Hey, doing? How's it going, Showing everybody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I screwed up big time. <laughs> so let me ask you then. Uh, we are already digging into uh, "Young Less" by Pink Floyd. What What's your background with this song? Um, no background whatsoever. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I'm completely unprepared. This is like the first time I feel so, I feel so bad right now. Um, I have listened to a lot of uh Pink Floyd songs. I don't remember them. Um, <laughs> excuse me, mainly because I listened to them when I was a child. Um, and they were kind of like. <sighs> at like social functions you know like um what if, if i went over to my friend's house to play video games like on a sega um or, or the original playstation you know or we watching always, wizard of oz that too yeah <laughs> we would always have like my a couple of my friends would always have like um you know vinyls of it 
of many uh, Pink Floyd songs. Um, and then, you know, as vinyl went away and CDs came in, you know, we we started listening on CD and everything. And, you know, we couldn't listen to them backwards, you know, because it made no sense. It would work. So, but yeah, yeah I don't really have any um, any background on this particular song. I do apologize. That's all right. And and then one thing that I was going to about to get into was one thing that I found was interesting as I was reading into the, the background and, you know, a little bit more digging is that this, especially with whenever you have the, the interruption with the phone call at the end, it's, it actually has a different meaning depending on if you're listening to the album versus how it is in the movie, because, right. um, you, you know, you have... I've, I suppose before we get to that, well, I mean, the, the lyrics, I feel like they're pretty straightforward. It, it's it's really, you know, I'm just a new boy stranger in this town. Where are all the good times? It's basically, um, like Russ said, this is about this rock star Pink, and he's doing a gig in a new town, and he's just looking for sex. As and they all should. I mean, you know. And it's, you know, just, ooh, I need a dirty woman. Ooh, I need a dirty girl. And uh, make me feel like a real man. Take this rock and roll refugee. Ooh, baby, set me free. And that's that's really <laughs> pretty much all the lyrics and until you get to the, the phone call at the end, which, um, which is basically him calling his wife um, uh, on the other, you know, from uh calling the uk from the us so he's doing a tour in the us and he's calling his his wife and a man picks up and then just immediately hangs up so that's basically implying that she has a man she's cheating on him uh at home and i, I believe in the album version it already implies that he's been cheating on her but in the movie version he, um, him hearing this phone call is before they show him uh, getting with any groupies. Yeah, they in the in the movie it is indicated that they're already growing apart. As it is, they don't so much like directly hit infidelity on the head. But the irony, whether you're listening to the record or watching the movie, is that this guy just got done openly exclaiming that he's running around looking for anybody to sleep with and then calls his wife. And, and then if, if you listen past this song on the record, he has the nerve to act disappointed and shocked in her that she's cheating on him when he's literally just exclaimed via song that he has, you know, he's will take any, anybody in her place, you know, uh, one side note, I did want to mention real quick, and this is, kind of a fun note the phone call that's at the end of that song is real they uh the operator on that line i don't know if she ever knew she was on a pink floyd album but that's her very real <laughs> um yeah that's her that's her very real response like when she it's almost like if you if you were in that situation where your friend for some reason told you to you know hey will you call my wife and then a guy answers you know and you'd be like um it was a dude you know, like, and that's how she's the, the operator sounds like uncomfortably uh, truthful Awkward. about it. Yeah, she's like, um, uh, she keeps hanging like a man up. It's, it's a man answer. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that they did that instead of a voice actor, you know, like instead of trying to make it sound real, this is the real 
how an operator would be because it's a real operator making that where she's like um yeah that uh i don't this is uncomfortable i don't want to be involved you know yeah i've read that too and, and i also read the extra the additional trivia that this was actually the second take they they did try it with um one one time previously but they didn't they didn't think that that one worked as well so this was the second attempt with a, yeah. a real operator yeah so I, I think that's fun but i do the the big thing with this particular song is you know it's so much on the surface you just look at the lyrics and you're like oh well that's about the sex you know but the fact that the voice on the track is a rock and roller and he's dead in the middle of doing all the drugs while singing this song it's like it literally hits all three out of the park you know as far as like if it's about sex drugs and rock and roll this one happens to be about all three at the exact same time over the course of what two and a half three minutes you know wow so that's i take it you know i i I feel like you jumped the gun a little bit so you're saying that your final verdict for this is that it's all three it's sex drugs and rock and roll uh well i mean it depends on how you on the surface definitely sex (laughs) but if you if you look into it just a little further and pink floyd can become a very involved thing uh but if you look into it just a little bit further then yeah it it hits all three yeah and i also read a little bit that in in a way that they they kind of intended this to be almost a satire of a rock and roll song that this isn't and that this is like the heightened reality right yep all right so rob what's your final verdict is uh, young lust by pink floyd about sex <clears throat> drugs or is it just rock and roll i i think you have broken my childhood <laughs> um, <laughs> i i now have to start listening to pink floyd songs as an adult <laughs> um i wow yeah so no um wow i i I, I apologize again. I came in late. I did not mean to. It was not my intent. Um, coming from, you know, the generalized background, um, this sounds like, you know, this song sounds about sex. I mean, you, um, I live in, you know, on the east side of Indianapolis. There's no way I could say things like this, you know. Um, I, I cannot repeat these lyrics in this day and age. I would probably get shot. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is definitely, um, I would say, you know, like, like, like Russ said, it, it does hit all three now that I think about it. And I, I agree, you know, it does, it, it it's hard. I, I don't think we've ever found, um, a song that hits the trifecta, but, um, this is a first, this is a first for me, but yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say all three, but I'm really going to lean towards, um, just straight up sex. Yeah, I, I mostly agree. I, I think the drugs are mostly implied and they're more uh, if you're watching the movie The Wall. That I don't think there's really anything specific in the lyrics of the song that, that really imply drugs uh, other than, you know, just, I mean, you could, you could read dirty as being you know not just like slutty but also dirty as in just the the dregs of society you know someone that's that is that would be into drugs and and um you know prostitution or just open sex the one line makes me feel like a real man i mean viagra does that to a lot of people (laughs) right Although this was, you know, th- this was a lot, uh, this was well before Viagra became <laughs> readily available. 
So I don't think they were intending that, but I, I'm going to go just primarily sex with undertones of the drugs and rock and roll. So that's, that covers uh, Young Lust by Pink Floyd. You know, I'd, I'd like to thank you so much, uh, Ross, for joining us for this episode. And uh, for anybody that uh, wants to find you and your show, why don't you go ahead and take a minute and let everybody know where they can find you and your show online. Yeah, right on. Uh, everything can be found right at infectiousgroovepodcast.com. We have a new podcast episode every Monday, and then we have a uh, short, like five and six minute YouTube videos that come out Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. So you can find the YouTube channel through there if you want as well. Um, all genres covered, all uh, discussion points covered of music, all decades. But what I feel like our, what makes our show unique is we try and keep everything positive. So uh, if we don't like an album artist or song, we just don't cover it because, you know, instead of, I, I'm fully aware we could get a ton more clicks with, you know, hot, quote unquote, hot takes, you know, and uh, the five most overrated singers of all time. And then all the defenders of those singers come out. Right. And we could get a ton of attention, but that feels like one of the latest social media trends that bug me where a they'll they'll add like a typo they'll intentionally add a typo and you'll look at the comments and like all the comments are just commenting on the typo but they yeah. do that on purpose because that improves their interaction yep. and, and uh, it raises them on the algorithm yeah and uh, the extremely short version on the being positive thing is you know there's plenty of artist albums and songs i don't like but i <laughs> i get i know someone loves that artist album or song and i just don't want to put that out in the world you know like something someone else loves who am i to be like oh that's terrible because i said so you know so instead we just talk about people we love and albums Respect. we love and songs we love you know and uh you know i've i've been bubble wheat and you're listening to lyrical innuendo and uh right now we're coming out every other week with new episodes on spotify and you can listen a few weeks later as they're released on other platforms without the songs included within the show. And uh, you can join our the Rabbit Hole podcast Facebook group to uh, discuss songs as, or discuss episodes as they come out. And we also have plenty of other podcasts in the Rabbit, Rabbit Hole podcast network. And you, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Bubba Wheat. And uh, until next time, I I don't think I need a dirty woman. What about you, Rob? I, I need a watch, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, I just pulse optional. This podcast has been produced for Rabbit Hole Podcasts. You can find the site at rabbitholepodcasts.com. Thanks to Jason Soto as executive producer, Nick Rehack as my co-host, and thank you for listening. You can also get a 30-day free trial of Audible at audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepod.